who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone and welcome to the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas and with me is eric sanchez eric just like you Heaven needed a champion. We're going to get into all that today because today, all right, on a special episode, it's the PPW movie review. We're going to be talking about the Iron Claw. You and I both saw it, not together, saw it separately. No, no, <laughs> we did not. So we'll talk about that. Talk about our thoughts on the movie, the performances, all that stuff. Um, as we get into, it. we haven't we haven't talked at all about the movie either. So that's kind of going to be fun to do. No. I, I did put something out the other day, and you're like, spoiler. It was a joke because it was Facebook. everyone, <clears throat> spoiler, everybody dies except for <laughs> except for Kevin. So Yeah, uh, so. I'm like, hey, if, if you don't know the story by now. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so I hope you guys all enjoyed the Christmas episodes we did. Uh, those were out a couple weeks ago, the Christmas commercial one. It was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to stay in the Christmas spirit and go back and listen to them, go ahead on the uh, your f- favorite podcast app for free. Just search Positively Processing Podcast. And while you're there, if you're an Apple user, leave us a review on iTunes so more people can find the show. Go back in the archives, listen to some shows. Uh, all the way back, six, seven years now, we've been doing shows. So there's a lot to to listen to. And every once in a while, I'll get a DM from a new listener, someone that found us recently. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going back to the old shows. I love it. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I'll forget about stuff. Like I'm like, we did this show, we did that show. <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot of shows. It has, and it's it's everyone. Some are better than others. Um, I for, I'll have to find the exact time when I figured out how to fix the audio to make it sound better. <laughs> I think it's like 65 episodes in or 50 episodes. That's in. fine. You know what? I go back and I'll say I find I discover new podcasts. So right now I'm listening to uh, Bad Friends and uh, Tiger Belly. Okay. So uh, they've been around a long time. So I'll go back and just listen to the first couple. They sound like garbage. Right. Everyone's fig- <laughs> everyone's figuring it out. So yeah. I mean, I think that's the lesson to everybody who wants to start still start a podcast now that everybody yeah. has one. Is it's going to be bad. Although some of our good, I'll stand by some of our early shows. Just the audio qualities, it's fine. Yeah, it's just not as good as it is now, which is not like right as great as others. Like the OVP podcast, which I think is like the uh-huh. standard for audio. Even fully posable yeah. is great audio, but we're we're pretty good, I'd say. <laughs> right. If you want to follow us on the socials, you can uh, PPW Podcast wherever you want to find us, and then Positively Processing Podcast Facebook group. Join us there for daily memes, uh, interaction, show content, all that other stuff, and pictures and exclusive stuff we'll share only on the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast Facebook group. So just ask for an invite, and you're you're allowed as long as you're not a jerk. You're in. That's pretty much the rule. So how was your Christmas, Eric? I haven't talked to you since you know you you kind of. House sat for me for a few days with Mr. Phil. Yeah. How was your Christmas? Christmas. Watch your doggy. How was Christmas? Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Good Christmas Eve. I worked, but then I got home, had some uh, had some dinner, drank a little bit of 
was it whiskey and uh, eggnog? I think that's how we make it at, sure. uh, at my house, but rum and eggnog at uh, mm-hmm. my fiance's house. So I did Christmas, I would say Christmas Day. Usually I go there at like nine in the morning or ten in the morning the next day, but I didn't go there till noon. I was just I was just wrecked from the weekend and then, uh, you know, being a little tipsy Any big all night and, presents or anything like that that you got to give or received? Um, or you already forgot because it's two weeks. Well, past you Christmas. put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I already forgot. Okay. <laughs> well, did you get to do anything special like with your fiance's family? Just kind of hang out, give them their kids. Yeah, we just kind of hung out. We were going to do because um, I always bring them because they call me Sanchez Claus because that's what I call myself when I come over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bring a big sack like Santa sack, and you know, got different presents. And you know, I'm the type. I come from the type of family where you know one person opens up a present and everybody sees like, oh, look what they got. Yeah. But but uh, Becca said that you know growing up, everybody just ripped open their own stuff and there was no thank yous or. Hey, oh, I could who, never do that. I My got. mom would like. No, she with an iron iron fish. She she let on Christmas wrapping. <laughs> no matter where we were, everyone's gonna yeah. everyone's gonna stop and show you what you got. So, right. So that's how I like it. I'm like that's fun. Yeah. You know, I I like to show off what I got and who I got it from instead of like, you know, five people opening up all their stuff and nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> Good stuff. So. Yeah, we uh we went by my sister's house on Christmas Eve, then to my uncle's house mm-hmm. Christmas Eve as well. Uh, Christmas Day, it was great. The kids got up super so the kids got up at like super early, and like they came into our mm-hmm. room, and I go, the sun's not up yet. You can't get you cannot. We're not going downstairs until the sun's up. So like, sure yeah. enough, you know, seven a.m. They're like, the sun's up. Uh, they were very excited about their presents. Uh, they got good. some good stuff. Christmas night, uh, we and also during the day on Christmas, I made breakfast. Um, we kind of snacked all day. They were playing with their toys, all the fun stuff they got. And then we went mm-hmm. over to our friend's house, and that was fun. A little bit kind of chaos because of the amount of people that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris, so Christmas night, you know, going to the 26th, my wife, she wakes up like 2 in the morning, a hair in the bathroom thrown up. I'm like, oh, my God. I go, what's wrong? Oh, no. Go, what's wrong? Oh, the hospital again? I go, what's wrong? She goes, I don't know. Uh, I'm like, she's like, she's I think pregnant. food poison. Well, no, if it ain't mine. Um, <laughs> but so she's food poisoning all that. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I'm like, I told her, like, there's nothing you can do. So, you know, a few hours later, I'm like, oh God, I don't feel good. So I was like, but like, I don't, I, Eric from doing the favorite joke with me. I just don't throw up. He's like, what are you like Seinfeld? I'm like, I just don't. <laughs> and like, it's, I think the last time I threw was up. Was a salad again? What'd you have? So let me get to it. So we thought it was the salad. Right. And, uh-huh. uh, Turns out, after some investigating, my we found out we had norovirus uh, because other people at Christmas Eve got it as well. And I was out for two days. My wife was up pretty much better after 24 hours. I think because she mm-hmm. threw it all up, she was yeah. like, good. So our poor kids, you know, they've got a, they're basically watching themselves. <laughs> I'm like, here's snacks. Here's food. Watch TV. Yeah. We're fine. So then they're like, we want dinner. I'm like, okay. So I dragged myself out of bed. I'm like, I had a, I had like a, I had a fever, right? I'm sweating, 101 fever. I'm sweating. I'm like driving to McDonald's. I'm like dripping sweat. And I'm just like two Happy Meals. And like, it's taking forever. And the lady's like looking in the back. I don't know if this is right. I'm like, I don't care. I grabbed it out of her hands and drove off. (laughs) So then I get back home. You didn't, or you didn't uh, have anything delivered, huh? Oh, so we'll get, we'll get to that. So, geez, I'm asking all the right questions. So I get home. I'm like, we need Gatorade. You know, we need. So I go on like DoorDash. I order Gatorade, Uh NyQuil, so so I can just pass out. And I think a thermometer because our thermometer like broke. It was like $60 for this. I was like, I don't care. So like it showed up. And the next day, Lauren's like, 
did you bring it in? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, it's on the pores. The kid rate's like all frozen. I'm like, I don't care. Hmm. But we were better. You know, yeah. uh, you came off. You, yeah, you were, I was kind of keeping you updated because you were going to watch the dog. And it all worked out. But then I went to Ohio, saw Lauren's family. That was great. But then I came home with a bad cold from all being around all the kids. But I'm good now. Ended up, you know, you know, <clears throat> hulking back up. Uh, but we're all good. So that's that was our <sighs> Christmas. <sighs> Basically, oof. speaking of Hulk, we, we always talk about this before we get into the main show this week. I picked up the uh, Hulk Hogan's Legends, the new one, the basically where he was with Classy Freddy Blast. He kind of a unique one. He's got the cape on it. I, oh yeah, I really like this Legends box. I like the new like sleek design. It's pretty pretty nice. So why didn't you tell me that last night when I said, "Hey, you need anything?" Because I like getting stuff myself. No, I mean, did you have it when I asked you? Well, one, I, one, I didn't see your text till like I saw you were checking out, <laughs> and two, yeah. these legends aren't exactly hard to find. Like I knew I would get one eventually, so I was like, and plus I wanted to see it in person, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. owe you money in case I changed my mind and all that other stuff. Gotcha. So, but I grabbed the Hulk. I liked it, and I the Andre. I don't think I need it. Like it's fine. No, I don't think I need it. But I like the Hulk. I'm looking for the Jimmy Hart too. So, well, the Jimmy Hart's at Orland. It wasn't when I was there today. Oh, okay. Um, so the the thing with the Jimmy Hart that bugs me, it doesn't have like the elite um, legs and hips. Oh. It has like the the basic, but then it says Legends Elite. Hmm. So I just like all the deco hits with his jacket is is sick. Yeah. So mm-hmm. did you? What did you? What did you yeah. pick up? You picked up the Sheik, right? I, I picked up the Sheik. I like the Iron Sheik. Oh, Bubba. Oh, Bubba. R R I P Bubba. And then I saw you got a couple. We've been talking about this. It feels like for months. What finally showed up? What finally showed up for you? <laughs> Ooh, so. Mm-hmm. So I got the Bloodline two pack exclusive ringside. Finally, just bit the bullet because I was watching. Um, it was the ringside Black Fridays two point oh three point oh four point oh. I don't think they did a five point mm-hmm. That's what I was waiting for. But I just picked it up for you know sixty four ninety nine because that's the lowest it went. These are ultimates, but right? That's not bad. Yeah. Did you open them up yet? Not yet, but I got the solo, so he came with the, we're the ones, it's uh, I think one, uh, Series 104, mm-hmm. he's got the t- white towel on his head, so I got him, I got the Usos, I got Reigns, I picked up the, what is it, the three pack with um, Roman and Brock, so I got the Heyman from that one, I'll sell the other two. Nice. And I just I just picked up an honorary Us shirt on uh, Mercari. I did order one on Fig Tees, I don't know if anybody was seeing on, on uh, Twitter X, I was like... Fig Tees, I ordered Fig Tees UK, which is fine. Everything that I see on their website, I'm like, looks awesome. So I think I placed an order in October. November went by. I got an update like in the middle of November. Oh, your order's on the way. And I figure for the UK, it probably takes like four weeks. So December rolls around, nothing. And right at the beginning of January, I'm like, I reached out to this person uh, through Twitter, through their website confirmation, their email, and never got anything back. So I just went to PayPal, filed a claim, they gave my money back. Two days later, I get the damn thing in the mail. <laughs> so I put it on uh, Sammy, but everything is so big, like it looks like a sleep shirt. Got so it. I'm not happy. I'm, I'm glad I got my money back from them anyway. Good. Good. Yeah. I. You know, it's it's nice that right after Christmas, we got this nice reset, kind of new stuff mm-hmm. coming out. Um, the only thing I'm kind of keeping an eye on that I'll probably get is that Outsiders 2-pack of uh, Ultimates of Hall & Nash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost picked up the, the Mr. Perfect Legends at Target today, but I was like, I don't really need this. It doesn't really, because I really downsized. I'm like, I'm not going to grab him. Yeah. I'm good. So, I've always wanted the one with the with the blue. Yeah. And I like the yellow with the blue on the back, but then just the rubber top just turned me off. I so like the, I Jack's, really have... the Jack's Classic one the best, I think, which was, I think, What's it, that? I think, it, was, I think it was orange, like 
onesie or onesie. <laughs> you have singlet. Singlet? Yeah, singlet. You got a onesie. Yeah, I do have the orange one from the Heenan family set that came oh, that's Target what from like of. six years ago. Yeah. So I got that one. I'm happy with it. Good. Uh, other than that, you know, just watching wrestling, watching old wrestling. I was watching random WCW pay-per-views yeah. the other day. And it's, it's, I joke, but it's a blessing that we all have that because the peacock to just watch whatever we want, whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, and I've been watching the Royal Rumble 2005 in spurts. So I think mm-hmm. I posted that the same night. I think I just randomly, I wanted to pick one a year and I kind of just want to watch the year. Who knows if I'll follow through, but mm-hmm. I'm like, let me see 2005. It's a year that I kind of just didn't really watch wrestling anymore. Yeah. And I th- we didn't have the internet cause I don't want to, we didn't have cable cause I didn't want to pay cause you know, I was out on my own, didn't want to have all these expenses. So I just had like regular TV paid for internet yeah. and I couldn't really watch anything from WWE, but at the same time I could watch TNA cause they were online. So I'm like, that's fine. You can get your wrestling uh, so fix. Wa- you're good. <laughs> yeah. That's all I needed. You know, a little Samoa Joe, a little AJ. Um, but anyway, yeah, 2005. I'm like, let me start with the rumble and just follow through with it with the shows afterwards and just, you know, live that year. Another, another couple thing I got a couple giant books. So my wife gets a bunch of Amazon gift cards for work. Mm-hmm. So I usually get to kind of like steal some of them. So I've been eyeing these two books for a while. It's called the history of professional wrestling volume one and two, uh, the WWF 63 through 1998. So it's got every house show, every pay-per-view, everything, wow. all the results in it. So I could just, let me just, yeah. let me flip open a random in here. Let's see here. Let's go to WWF. Um, June 8th, 1987, from East Rutherford, New Jersey, 4,000 paid. Coco Beware won a 20-man battle royal. Danny Davis defeated George Steele via countout. Butch Reed defeated Outback Jack. Killer Khan defeated Corporal Kirshner. I liked Outback Jack. Rick Martel and Tom Zink defeated Bob <laughs> Orton Jr. and Don Morocco. Coco Beware, oh, do a, Coco Beware do a double duty, beat Iron Mark Sharp. The one-man gang beat S.D. Jones. The Islanders defeated Pedro Morales and Tito Santana. And in the main event, <laughs> Rod Bass beat Lanny Poffo. All right. Uh, I like Rod Bass. Yeah. Outlaw. Was uh, he an outlaw yet? I don't think so. So that was the <clears throat> C show probably. So the B show in Fresno is Rick Rude beat Dusty uh, Wolf. Scott Cassidy beat Jose, Jose Estrada. Bruce Beefcake beat Johnny V. Ken Patera defeated Paul Orndorff. Uh, fabulous. Jose Estrada, is that the same guy that managed Umaga years later? No. Or is that a different That's Estrada? a different guy. That's Art Armando. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> uh, fabulous Mula beat Debbie Combs, and Demolition beat oh, Brian Debbie, Blair and Jim Brunzel. So, yeah, just like it's just like random, really cool stuff here, right? You got Saturday yeah. Night's main event tapings, wrestling challenge taping results, um, the, the Spectrum, It's they got the attendance. It's just. A cool like coffee table book type. Just pick it up like. Hmm. Uh-huh. Let's see here. So in 1980, Bob Backlund beat Ken Patera <laughs> at Octo- on Halloween night, 1980. Actually, let's, yeah. what day is your birthday? June 17th. What year? 1978. Let's look up what that card was. June 17th. If there was a card. Oh, there's a card. So June 17th. This is fun. <laughs> it's just gonna be a whole show. Of, like, send your birthday. <laughs> uh, we've got May. May, there we go. June, here we go. June 17th. Uh-huh. There is a show. There's two shows. All right. So we've got one at White Plains. Johnny Rivera beat Ted Adams. Mark Don't know Tell- either Mark Tellender defeated Jose Estrada. I don't know any of these people. Jimmy Ray defeated 
Jose Estrada. Mil Mascaris defeated Sean Stasiak. Oh, okay. Dusty Rhodes uh, faced Spiros Area into a double countout. All right. And the Yukon Lumberjacks defeated P- My- Peter Maivia and Johnny Rivera. So, oh, that's man. Good. Okay, so let's go to the, uh, the uh, I guess, the A show. Nick, yeah. if this is from Baltimore, same day. Uh, Nikolai Volkov, uh, Larry Zbysko had a draw. Mm. Johnny Rods defeated Steve King. Tony Gurria defeated Frank Williams. Gorilla Monsoon okay. defeated Butcher Vachon. Oh, shit. Dino Bravo and Dominic DiNucci uh, bat- oh. battled uh, Billy Graham. Of Mick, of Mick Foley fame. Yep. Battled <laughs> Billy Graham and uh, Luke Graham to a double DQ. Haystacks oh, Calhoun. Oh, my, my guy. <laughs> defeated Strong Kobayashi. And then really? George the Animal Steel beat Bob Backlund mm-hmm. via disqualification. So nice little card you got there. Let's see if mine's better. Yeah. But, oh, just just a quick interrupt here. I was at um, Disc Replay. As all the listeners know, it's a resale shop yep. <laughs> that does toys, video games, pop figures, DVDs, right. and whatever. And I was in there the other day, and I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I'm like, because I've been, I've been kind of keeping my eye on it, because I got the jacks so on, thinking I'd be okay with it, but it just doesn't match up with the size with the Mattels. <laughs> so then I was at, I think it was like 17 or $14, whatever it was. I'm like, oh, cool. There's nothing wrong with it. A couple scuffs that I know, like this... Um, the magic uh, mm-hmm. racer will take care of. I'm like, this is easy. So I get that, and I see Georgie Animal Steel. I'm like, should I get this one? But it was all messed up. So you did? I didn't. Okay. And then I was looking on online to see how much he was. It was the same price they were asking for. I'm like, forget this. So my birthday, June 22nd, 1984, we got two shows. From Pittsburgh, Big John Stud beat Bobo Brazil. Terry Daniels pinned Samoan number three. Andre the Giant defeated Mr. Fuji and Tiger Chung Lee in a handicap match. Damn. Uh, Tito Santana beat Bob Orton Jr. via countout. Jesse Ventura beat Steve Lombardi. Uh, Bob Backlund defeated Brian Blair via countout. Mm-hmm. Uh, all says Backlund refused to win. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to win by countout. Uh, Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch defeated Salvatore Belmata and Tony Gurria in the best two out of three falls match. Roddy Piper pinned Rocky Johnson. And Sergeant Slaughter beat the Iron Sheik in a boot camp match. I heard about those. Over in uh, Struthers, Ohio, Afa defeated Jose Luis Rivera. Sika defeated Spike Hunter. Tito Santana beat Bob Orton Jr. via DQ. Greg Valentine beat Esty Jones. Bob Orton Jr. was in both shows? Uh, yes. Both towns? Yeah, he double duty, man. Like, he, God damn. <laughs> uh, Greg Valentine defeated Esty Jones. Chief J. Strongbow defeated George Steele via DQ. And Ivan Putsky defeated dr death dave schultz that's an open hand slap via disqualification yeah. so cool so maybe if you want your <laughs> card on your birthday send me a note on twitter facebook whatever send me with your birthday and we will look it up and read it that up. sounds like a, that sounds like a nice segment nice nice i like it on, on air so we've got at least at, uh-huh. le- at least two listeners that could two more weeks we could do it <laughs> at least two listeners <laughs> oh man the same four will submit their stuff. That's fine. Uh, yeah. They give us four weeks of uh, interesting four weeks, of, four weeks of content. And knowing our show, that's like four months worth of content. Right. All right. All right. So let's talk about it. The Iron Claw. Uh, the story of the Von Erichs. And it's a movie, mm-hmm. not a documentary. So when did you see this? Did you see it by yourself? Did you see it with people? Who did you see it with? I saw, I saw it by myself. Me too. We should have just texted each other. Like, hey, let's go see this movie. <laughs> we should have. It would have right. been fun. Um 
so I asked my wife, like, do you have any interest in the iron, seeing the iron claw? She goes, is that with Zach Efron and Jeremy Allen? I go, yeah. She goes, aren't they like super ripped? I'm like, yeah. She's like, what kind of, I want to see that. I'm like, geez. <laughs> of course she's a woman. Yeah. She knows what she likes. But she didn't, but she, I ended up going myself. Um, oh man, that sucks. Right. So I went in with kind of low expectations because I didn't really like the wrestler. That was too kind of depressing. And everyone was yeah. kind of comparing it to this. Uh, what'd you, th- overall, like, what'd you think? Iron Claw, what did you think? Did you love it, hate it, like it? What'd you think? I I think going into it, I wasn't sure, because I never really, I heard of the movie, I heard different clips, but I never knew who Zach, I never really looked further or saw any mention of who Zach Efron was playing. But to me, of the of the Von Erich family, Carrie, I thought was the, the, the best looking one, Carrie Von Erich. As and far I as the Zach, most, like, ripped and, like, Physique. Well, just I think good looking, like handsome of of all the uh, all right. of the the brothers. So I thought Zach was going to be Kerry Von Eric, but when I come in and I'm seeing him as Kevin, it's hard for me to, <laughs> to accept him that he's Kevin. Um, but the I thought the acting was good. Um, I knew MJF was going to beat it. And I'm like, oh, hopefully there's a good scene. But all I saw was the back of his head. Yeah, so he <laughs> in one of the scenes, his his whole story got cut. Um, he was um, playing Lance Von Eric. Which yeah. was the fake, the fake, von, the Eric. fake one. Yeah, the fake yeah. von Eric. So that kind of got cut. Uh, I, I, I'm sure it probably kind of like slowed the flow of the movie down, um, mm-hmm. or it might have pivoted. So this is another question to ask you: Do you think this movie was about Fritz, their dad, or was it about Kevin? Was it Kevin's? Was it Kevin's movie or Fritz's movie? Um, I would say more Kevin, but the just the family dynamic of all of this, Fritz. I mean, he was the head guy. He was the big wrestler. He had the sons and the brothers, and he kind of called the shots behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Also, you saw in this movie of who is going to go for what. Mm-hmm. I want you to go for this. We're going to be champions, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. Fritz Von It was Eric. a mix of everything. I mean, the wife, you know, D- Doris, she was kind of in the background, but still you could see her sensitivities to, you know, how much they're doing. And she finally breaks down, you know, later in the movie. Fritz Von Eric, I thought the actor that played him, Holt McClanny, was... Yeah, he was really, really good. Uh, yeah, I did too. I think so. Who was your favorite act, like as far as portrayed, like out of the main cast? Who do you think was your your favorite to watch? Would you like the best? Um, I mean, I got into. Um, I think just the story of of Carrie. I, mean, I knew he didn't have have the uh, he lost a foot, and him trying to to will himself back. So with you the, think with, Jeremy with Allen White foot. was the best, like? portrayal not the best i mean there's different parts so i'm asking in this. so i'm asking like two that's okay. that, this is a diff, that's a different question for later yeah. but like who's who's your favorite actor like who did the best job do you think portraying their role in um, in this movie i think i honestly probably david von eric harris dickinson okay yeah, he was very like he wasn't a he was yeah, likable he, was, he, he wasn't like a wrestler like he had his own thing going on and then later on he had to get into it uh, but I liked him. Uh, you know who I really liked, surprisingly, yeah. was the guy that played Mike Von Eric, Stanley Simmons. He was so like likable and sympathetic, and like, oh, he, he was the one yeah. that was into the band and stuff, like right? That. And you're rooting for yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he—that's the one, yeah, yeah. And he has like just that horrible freak accident with the surgery, where he mm-hmm. goes into a, a shock. And, you know, it's like septum, septomatic shock or something like that. Spikes yeah. of fever. He has brain damage. I couldn't believe they 
reenacted that press conference. You ever watched the actual press conference of Mike Funnick? No. It's brutal to watch. Like they, no. they kind of make it seem because he clearly has brain damage from the surgery. Yeah. And like they're, they're trotting him out there. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be back for the big stadium show. It's like, whoa, like, what's going on here? Um, yeah, that, that's who I, I don't know why. Well, I'm looking at the cast yeah. right here and I thought David was. The well, David was one, good too. Yeah, you're right. Um, I like I like Mike. Yeah, he was really good. It was really, uh, and I honestly I thought they were all pretty good. Um, Zach mm-hmm. Zach Efron was distractingly jacked. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that yeah. way. Like he was yeah. ripped, but I was like, this is like distracting me how ripped this guy is. But honestly, of all the Von Erichs, Carrie was the most ripped. He was, but I was looking back. I was watching some world class stuff, and Kevin mm-hmm. was shredded. He was a little more lean. He wasn't necessarily bulky, but he was definitely shredded. Like, yeah. like Zach was. So I get it. Um, and I don't know. I think the guy that played Carrie, Jeremy Allen White, is a really good actor. Um, mm-hmm. He was. I didn't think he was big enough. I thought proper, he was too lean. But he just was too short <laughs> to be the Texas Tornado for me. But he was taller, though. Taller than Kevin? Kevin, Carrie Vaughn. Yeah. No, in the, in the movie. Well, I don't know, but in real life, he's I, he's like you could tell some of the things he wasn't really. That was he just wasn't as as because I remember the Texas Tornado just being this massive, huge right. guy, like, just like Ultimate Warrior, right? <laughs> or as as the little Easter egg in the. Did you catch the Easter egg in the movie where where Carrie comes home after he wins the Intercontinental Championship at Christmas, and Fritz uh-huh. is like. When they're giving you the, the, the big title. I see they're giving Hellwig a rub, and he sucks. Hellwig, yeah, the yeah. ultimate warrior, like because Hellwig uh-huh. was through world yeah. class. Like, oh, that's awesome. Little Easter egg for us. Because <laughs> he was the dingo <laughs> warrior. But, all right. Uh, what about, I guess I'd answer my question about who I who, who this movie's about. I think, and I could be completely wrong. I think when yeah. they originally shot this movie, it was Fritz's story, right? But which would make more sense why there was the Lance character that got cut because that was Fritz wanting to bring him in, bring in another Von Erich to kind of keep his territory going. But yeah. then I think as they re- kind of edited the movie, like, oh, this is probably for where we want to go with this and where we want to end up. It's got to be Kevin's story. He's the the last remaining one. We want to yeah. we want to nail the ending. Um, they could have gone super depressing ending but it's somewhat a little bit uplifting at the end despite yeah. the crazy amount of tragedy in real life which they had to they had to calm down they got rid of a brother that was a von eric brother because they thought that'd be too much for the audience to handle another suicide um who wasn't in the movie but i thought they the ending for me i don't know about you but i was tearing up at the end of that movie yeah, it was sad. Um, the, well, that's the part I mentioned on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, if you haven't got it now, guys, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie, obviously turn the podcast off, go see it and come back. Or if you don't care, feel free to listen. But the last scene is uh, Zac Efron looking at his sons wrestling around the yard. And mm-hmm. another creative liberty about this movie is his first two kids were girls with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so not boys. Um, so they, they, and that's fine. But you got to put, you got, you got to put the guys who grew up to be wrestlers in it too. Right. And plus it's about brothers and all that. Mm-hmm. And his, yeah. and his, one of his sons like, dad, why are you crying? And he's like, I'm just thinking about how I used to be, a, I used to have five brothers and now I'm not a brother anymore. 
And you're like, oh, like, fuck. Will it be your brothers? And like, he's like, thanks. And you're like, oh. But like, what got me the best was like, <laughs> and I was like, that yeah. kind of got me like, that. Oh, that was cheesy. But when they showed the, like, the actual picture of Kevin and his family and mm-hmm. everyone that they all lived together, I'm like, oh, man, that's so nice. That's so nice. Like, he's got yeah. a family now and like, he's got so much love around him. And that it's crazy to think about. He lost all of his brothers. Like, yeah. that's just not. And that wasn't to. And that scene when they're in heaven and all their brothers are reconnected. That was a little like, hey. weird. A little weird. Yeah. <laughs> so after Carrie dies, after he kills himself, that yeah. um, shows him walking to see his brothers kind of like waving on a dock. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he sees the littlest brother. He's like, I never met you before. That kid that died when he thinks he's like two. Which that yeah. story. Oh, God. You know that story about that kid died? No, but they kind of touched on it in the movie. So how the actual like ba- like oldest Von Eric brother that died when he was like a, a toddler, he was playing with uh, like an exposed electrical cord, got electrocuted, fell, and into a face first into a puddle, and because Damn. he was electrocuted, he was he drowned in the puddle. Like that's that sucks. It's just so tr- the whole story of this stuff is crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think and just Kevin, you know, you really believe this is a curse. You want to get away from it. You don't want to be around anybody you love and then lose more people. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that, and, and this is, I went into this movie thinking, <clears throat> okay, I know there's going to be a lot of creative liberties taken with the story. And I'm, so mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't really care about the stuff. They, the timeline of stuff doesn't yeah. add up and all I, that's fine. Uh, I wish they would have shown a little bit more on exactly how rowdy these brothers were with the drug use. Mm-hmm. They barely showed it. Yeah. You know, they show a little bit of like smashing up pills and snorting them, but these kids were wild and crazy. <laughs> Even Kevin talks about it. It's like it was the eighties, <laughs> you know, we're doing right. drugs and Coke and all this stuff. So that was the one thing I was like, you probably could have shown a little more of that, but I, I, I think they wanted you to root for Kevin and feel bad for the mm-hmm. deaths and not be yeah. like, well, you should have been doing those drugs, but that's what they get. No, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Uh, what were some of your favorite scenes of the movie? Um, I mean, my, I'll tell you mine. My favorite was when, yeah. when the brothers, they snuck off Mike to that college gig to play him his band to play. Oh yeah. 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 That was fun. They're all just, you know, being, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. these guys love each other. They're brothers. And, they didn't really touch too much on the sibling rivalry, which I'm sure they had. They did a little bit yeah. when Fritz did the coin toss of who's going to face Flair for the championship between Carrie and mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin. But there was never that I hate you, I'm jealous of you tension, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I think the biggest thing I got from this movie was how well it came across just how much they all loved each other. Um, not necessarily Fritz. I think mm-hmm. Fritz, the Fritz character, got off easy compared to the actual Fritz von Erich. Uh, but that was my favorite kind of whole, my scene was the, the college scene. And then as a whole, that was my favorite part of the movie. Is seeing yeah, I think one of the opening scenes I really liked was um, after, after uh, wrestling a show, Kevin, uh, I think talks to Pam, I think he meets Pam and she's just like really just putting herself out there and he's oblivious. He doesn't know. He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really liked your match. Oh, Okay. Yeah, you look really good. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, it's kind of dopey. <laughs> he doesn't get it. That was an interesting choice, making him seem innocent. Like, remember when she basically, she climbs on top of him and starts screwing him yeah. in his instructor in that college party? Right. 
Uh-huh. My first thought's like, <laughs> he's like, what's going on? My first thought is like, all right, this is his first time. He's done after one hump. He's not oh, for sure. He's not going to keep yeah. going like he was doing it. But um, no way. And also, unless he's got uh, you know a little alcohol in him or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the he little little bit better. But mm-hmm. uh, but the overall theme of the movie was my, that was my thing I liked so much about it was they really did a good job of portraying how much these brothers loved each other. And, yeah. and how much I, I like how they it. replicated the sportatorium. I thought all that oh, looked good. The, the they, lighting looked good. All the wrestlers kind of looked like themselves and, and portrayed, I thought, pretty well. I mean, Harley for, Race was a little rough. Looked like my dad like with a, yeah. with a perm. But. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, um, I mean, I saw Hate About Ric Flair he before was, I saw the movie. He was fine. I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go into this. I'm not a hate monger. I'm not going to be one of these weirdos. I saw it. I'm like, this guy sucks. <laughs> His woos weren't woos. They're were like, wow. No, but, but it was fine. You know, whatever. Yeah. It was fine. And let's let's talk about the wrestling scene. So my one criticism of the movie, I feel like there was too much in-ring wrestling for a movie. You think so? I do. I think there was too much. Uh, I, I thought it worked well. It's a wrestler. They're wrestlers. Well, the other thing that was weird was they acknowledge it like being like a work where they talk mm-hmm. about the matches, but then like the in-ring match part of it, they make it seem like it's real. Like the part when Kevin's got the claw on Rick, uh-huh. and he, like, like that actually happened, but it was an angle, but they make it seem like it's real. It, that that was the thing that was kind of weird about it. Like they don't show them calling spots. Maybe it's to mm-hmm. show how like intense it was. Uh, yeah. But back to your thing about the sportatorium, the inside was cool, like it looked just like it is, but I thought mm-hmm. the outside, like the Friday nights at the matches where everyone's out there like in line, got their cars, drinking Miller Lite out of a can, like uh-huh. I thought that was really <laughs> cool. Like that was like a vibe, like I'm jealous I never got to experience and never mm-hmm. will, like right. having a local like, ah, oh, what, what are we going to do Friday night? Everyone's going to be at the matches. Let's go to the Sportatorium. Everyone's going to be at the matches. It's like, and that Stone Cold. Hey, the Von Erics are there. Yeah, Stone Cold, Stone Cold talks about it. Hey, hell, I used to go down to the Sportatorium, you know, and cheer on the Von Erics. That's how I got my, my start. And then, you know, when I started yeah. in the business, I was eating, doing nothing but, but eating potatoes because I couldn't make more than $12 <laughs> a night. So, shit. But anyway. That's what I thought was just the nutrients and potatoes. I don't know how he survived on just potatoes. All I could eat was potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, potato, potato, potato. Yeah, right. Uh, But that's what I thought was really cool. They they nailed kind of the late 70s, early 80s vibe Mm -hmm. of of that. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I I liked the – I liked how they did when Carrie beat Ric Flair – at the Parade of Champions or for David's death. I thought mm-hmm. that was a cool yeah. scene with Texas Stadium. And right. they don't show it in the movie, but there's a, a, a famous song, Heaven Eater Champion, which is the David Von Erich tribute song after mm-hmm. he passed away. You know, let's, let's, let's get some, I think I got, let's see the which, lyrics. Which one are you going to go with? the family with name with the, pride. Boldly you went forward. Did mm-hmm. the things a lesser man night I've ever done. Or tornado from the Texas Plains. You came and changed our lives, and now you're gone. Why are you With laughing? Lone Star State embezzled on your battle togs, proclaiming you a native son with strength, love, and pride. You're the morning star that shined, and for one brief moment in eternity, all too soon, God calls you to his side. Heaven needed a champion. That's why he took you. <laughs> like, they should have been, that should have been in the damn movie. I don't care. Pay the royalties to this uh, Glenn Goza guy. We needed heaven needed a champion. 
least that's what I have to say. I like the Jill version. <sighs> what else you got? What's up? I mean, that, 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 like that was, the, that was the live version, though. Jill sang it. Well, Jill sang it, but there's an actual recorded version that Glenn made. Oh, okay. What's some other stuff you liked about the movie? What about some... I, I think the relationship between uh, Pam and uh, Doris Von Erich. Yeah. I mean, they don't show any daughters, but the fact that, you know, Doris is her, has her husband Fritz, the boys, all this kind of stuff. It was like another, I guess, female to confide in and, and kind of break down mm-hmm. a little bit in front of mm-hmm. where she had to be strong around everybody else about the loss and tragedies and just everything, depressions and all that stuff. How about uh, when... After we're skipping around, of course, because this is just a regular what were our thoughts on the movie. Mm-hmm. When David dies, uh, they're they're sitting around ready to go to the funeral, and Fritz is like, "Take those sunglasses off and no tears, yeah. no tears." Yeah. It's like, oh man, what a dick! <laughs> like he's, right? Like, okay. well, you got to be heartless about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, and it was he was the yellow rose of Texas, and everyone's mm-hmm. got the yellow roses and all that, and. They sh- they did a good job showing how big they were because for us, we're up in Chicago. Like I don't know if you ever even watched World Class on the ESPN or anything. No. Like I didn't, um, so I didn't really understand it. And I've heard people you hear people talk all oh, the Von Erics, the Von Erics. They were huge and they're so big and mm-hmm. in Texas and all that. But this this movie did a good job showing that. I think I really think it did. So I really show how big they are and and uh, yeah. and all that. Speaking of Pam, I thought she was a good, I thought she was nice. Really, really loved Kevin and they're still together. Mm-hmm. So that, that was nice. Uh, how about their wedding scene where they're doing a little dance, a little boot scoot and boogieing? That was a nice little scene <laughs> they do there. Yeah. Where Fritz all of a they, sudden ran, this, this was weird why this was in the movie. Fritz is looking up with Doris at the, at the, her boys dancing and yeah. Pam and, she, and he's Doris like, comes in all hot. Look, he's like, looks like us. How about we go back to the house? It's like, <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess we're going to show Fritz is going to bang his wife. Like, this is going to be a weird thing there. But. Have another Von Eric. Maybe. But I thought, I thought it was nice how Doris got all dolled up. For the wedding? Yeah. Which, uh, wh- wh- were there, well, I'm talking about yourself. Was there anything in the movie that bothered you about the actual story not lining up with what they portrayed in the movie? Or if you didn't know. No, I, no, I, it's, it's one of those, I'm, I don't know, like the factual story. I heard different things, different suicides, different deaths and just the lore of it. But I, you know, don't know it as it happened. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The only, there's a couple things. The only thing that really bothered me was the timeline being so off from when Carrie won the NWA title from Rick to his mm-hmm. motorcycle accident. They made it seem like he won the championship. The same night. He won the motorcycle, lost his foot. When really, it was a couple years later because he lost yeah. the championship back to Flair, I think like two weeks later in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. And and also, if you didn't, if you went in this movie not knowing the story, you're assuming Carrie died in that motorcycle accident the way they shot. Like, oh, he's going to kill in the motorcycle accident. Oh, he's going to die. But no, he just lost his foot. <laughs> so right. uh, they don't really show him. They show a little bit his WWF career. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, and this didn't bother me because I feel like you want Carrie to be kind of a sympathetic character. Carrie killed himself because he was facing, I don't know why he did, but around the time he killed himself, he was facing jail time 
for like drug charges. And he, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And he got fired from the WWF and was facing trial um, and jail time. And uh, also Fritz is the one that found him, not uh, mm-hmm. Kevin. So that was just a little kind of creative liberty things they did as well. Yeah. Which is, again, not the bad. The only, that's the only thing that really bugged me was like, yeah, that timeline is way off. With when he won the championship, <laughs> see, I, see, I don't know the timeline, so I mean, this was fine for me. Yeah, ex- that's exactly you're. That's and that's why I think like some wrestling fans that are going to be snobby about this movie, like, oh, this doesn't this. I'm like, yeah, it's a movie. It's not a documentary, yeah. so it's fine. Uh, and you did mention the wrestler at the beginning of this, yeah. And I, I've had it. I don't know. I just had this urge. I want to just go back and watch it. I have it on DVD. There's not a lot of movies I have on DVD anymore, but I've got that of like. 15 movies now mm-hmm. i mean i had he used to have like hundreds of them but then i sold them but uh that's one of my favorite movies so i was been the thinking wrestler about wrestler wow yeah i really like it yeah to me I, the wrestler's too much which is ironic is this movie is <laughs> a lot of suicide and tragedy uh yeah. and i feel like the wrestler's harder to watch than this movie <laughs> <laughs> I just have a lot of good feelings about it, like him and um, Marissa Tomei, and you know when he wants to play Nintendo with the, with the kid in the trailer park. He's like, "Hey, you want to play Nintendo?" <laughs> it's like this old system, and he wants to play like Xbox, and he's like, "Okay, yeah." Oh. Just the just the the locker room stuff from the wrestler. Who do you think uh, in the movie was? I don't want to say like the worst job, but like was like the biggest like. I don't like this guy <laughs> at all. Mm. I didn't like I'm trying to think. I mean, I want to go with Flair, but I mean, that's already too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like the guy that played Michael Hayes. Like to me, it, I feel like they could have just casted Michael Hayes and he would have been fine. <laughs> just, yeah. Just put a wig on him, you know, or just do what they did with uh, Indiana Jones. Just do a little CGI on yeah. his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make him younger. Exactly. I thought Bruiser Brody was good, whoever played him. Yeah, I did too. Uh, yeah. I didn't know Chavo was playing the Sheik. Mm-hmm. I just just looked at the uh, the cast for that. I'm like, oh, he was the Sheik. I just <laughs> I knew it was Chavo when I saw him. I just didn't know what character he was playing. He trained the wrestlers for this movie. He trained yeah. the actors to be wrestlers for this movie. Yeah, I like that he does that. He did that for the TV show Glow, too, which I thought was uh, I don't, interesting. I don't know if you answered the beginning, like... What did you think of this? Did you, what like we got five stars? How many stars did you give in this movie? Um, probably three and a half. Wow, I went four and a half. I thought yeah. it was really good. I really, really liked it. I thought the way it was shot, I thought it flowed well. I never mm-hmm. really got. I was never like, ah, this is this is dragon type of thing, which is why I think some of the edits were made that they were, like the MJF mm-hmm. being cut out. Uh, maybe yeah, that's things. the that's the one I was looking forward to. At least five minutes with MJF. Well, maybe on, you know, the, on just the, to get that la- just to get that land story out there on the director's cut. You know, maybe they'll okay when that comes out, <laughs> they'll be on there. Gotcha. I, I just I really like. I think they did a great job. Uh, so this is technically a 2023 movie. Mm-hmm. I did my top five of the year. Uh, re- like whenever. Because I see a lot of movies. I did my top five movies of the year, yeah. uh, you know, right before I saw this. I would put this in my top five for 2023. So my top five were Godzilla Minus One, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, Spider-Man uh, Across the Spider-Verse, Mission Impossible, and Reinfeld. I mm-hmm. think this is going to bump Reinfeld. It'll move yeah. to number three. 
It'll be after Killers of the Flower Moon is my third favorite movie of the year. Reinfeld? Really, really like good. Seinfeld? Uh, Godzilla minus one, though. Guys, do what you can and go see that movie. It's an, an incredible achievement <laughs> in filmmaking. An awesome movie. Like, go see that. But uh, Or VOD, wherever you can find it. But I, I, I don't know. I just really th- thought it was good. I hope they get nominated for some Academy Awards. I don't mm-hmm. know if they will. Um, but I, they just made the cutoff, I believe, for the Academy nominations. But oh, okay, good. I, I think it was really, really good. I don't. I don't know if anyone necessarily deserves best actor. Like Efron did very, very good, uh, but just as a, as a story, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, I think on my top five, I'd put Wonka. Oh, that was a really good movie. So if you've seen that, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I just got disconnected from you. I'm good. Good. Oh, I was just going to say Wonka. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, I did not. That would be in a good top five. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I think I'll see that eventually. What about the Taylor Swift Eras tour? Did you see that? <laughs> Um, it's on Prime. We might rent it this weekend. <laughs> there you go. Are you ready for it? <laughs> you and you and the lady. You and the lady. <laughs> that's in your top five. You and the lady come over. You gonna Taylor? Swift. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Taylor Swift and chill. That's what you're hoping mm-hmm. for. The movie's that's right. three hours. You're gonna fall asleep. No, it's a good concert. No, is I, it multiple concerts? No, it's one. It's one night in L.A. It's like three hours. Any other thoughts on the, the the old Iron Claw you want to share before we uh, kind of wrap up our thoughts on the Iron Claw and the PPW movie review? No, I thought, um, well, there's a lot of familiar actors, which I thought helped me feel like this was like more of a bona fide movie than just like, gl- a lot of that's a really guys. That's a really good point. Because if this was just a bunch of nobodies, you'd be like, this is like a Netflix movie. Like, what am I even watching this for? Yeah. So it's cool to see... Um, well, I, uh, Maura Turney, who's Doris. I, I mean, she's, I know her. Uh, Michael Herney, I think he was in Orange is the New Black for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Zach Efron, obviously, and just these other actors, like Jeremy Allen White. It just made it more like a legit, like, okay, this is going to be at least good actors. If you could do another movie, I'm putting you on the yeah. spot here, about wrestling, any wrestling story, doesn't have to be a family just think mm-hmm. of like, a, and not a mini series and all that stuff. Cause I feel like this could have been like an eight episode, like oh, a, Apple TV series. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, for sure. You know, where six of the eight episodes end up with someone dying at the end. But yeah. what's, what's a wrestling story you'd like to see on the big screen? Or is there one? Um, probably just that, that group from Minnesota, like the road warriors, Rick, the AWA perfect. Like an AWA story? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Okay. I don't know. I think I think like a a dramatization of Vince McMahon planning WrestleMania would be good. <laughs> like, you know, he's risking everything, he's putting his whole company uh-huh. on the line, you know, yeah. trying to get Mr. T trying to get celebrities, the other promoters threatening to like <laughs> kill him and all that. I think it'd be good. Yeah. I think the obvious choice, like, oh, do a story on the Hart family or the screw job and all. Like, yeah, maybe, but give me something a little different. Like, that's what I think I'd like to see that. Okay. Like WrestleMania 1's story. So that'd be kind of cool. A dramatization of it. Yeah. Who'd, I mean, I've heard the, heard the story so many different times from different people on podcasts. It's, I haven't heard too much about the like the Minnesota guys, but maybe yeah. maybe there's a lot out there that there more people know than I do, but... I think the, the, well, I mean, you could have all these wrestlers and characters and celebrities and stuff too in yours, but let me, let me, it's a good choice. Who would you cast as young Vince McMahon? <laughs> Zach Efron. Zach Efron's too pretty. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't know. 
Oh, that's a good. Let me think about this for a second. Like, who's in that? How about Leonardo DiCaprio? Could he pull it off? Could he play young? Being brash, I don't think so. You don't think he could play like a young so. Vince in the eighties? No. Eh, maybe. I don't know. I think he could play anything. How about Matt Jim da- Carrey? Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. There you go. As a young Vince. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mark Wahlberg. He's got a Boston accent. Right. <laughs> Who'd be a good Piper? Because Piper would have to be in that movie too. You know who would be a good Piper? Who? I'll tell you who. The same guy who played Gary Von Eric. Jeremy Allen White. <laughs> He'd be a good Piper. He would be. I like that. So he's, he's going to be typecast as a wrestler now. Well, guys, if you have seen the Iron Claw, please let us know what you thought of it. Uh, let us know if you have any comments in our comments. You can do that in the Facebook group. You can do it on Twitter, uh, Instagram, wherever else. Just let us know what you thought of it. Also, let us know what movie you'd like to see made of a wrestler's of a wrestling story you know that'd be kind of let's see what you mm-hmm. have to say how about a, the cm punk story him just beating up jack jack perry or something as <laughs> tony quads <laughs> yelling at him <laughs> yeah something like that or you see the new right, latest rumor going around twitter where mvp punched out chris jericho the jericho yeah. curse. like yeah. oh my god what is happening <laughs> like i remember when wrestling used to be fun like what are we doing here I just got to stop reading that shit. I know. Because like, <laughs> I feel like I'm not surprised when people make comebacks. I'm like, oh, I read about that three months ago. Yeah. Like, I just I just want to ignore it. But I can't. You can't. You can't, right? Because I see the headline. I'm like, oh, guess who's new AEW sign? WWE guy. I'm like, oh, who? There's some no-name NXT person. <laughs> <laughs> not swerve. Have you been watching any AEW lately? Yeah, I've been watching it. What do you th- I think. Did you watch Dynamite? Yeah. The Daily Place? I think Swerve is, like, the next megastar he's freaking awesome. i think so he's freaking yeah and i'm don't beat joe Smo joe is champion is so badass too he just like it is like we're gonna make he's a good talker he's he's got that fucking you know just that attitude yeah that, that, that look yeah i think like they should like i like him i think they should build to a samoa joe versus swerve it like all out in chicago or something if swerve beats yeah. joe you know that'd be that'd be pretty cool um i watched wrestle kingdom uh, really some good matches on there. Okada mm-hmm. versus Danielson was good. Okada's just so much better in Japan. It just it's just fact. Um yeah. he was really good. It was a good match. Uh Will Ospreay and uh Finley and Mox at a triple threat, which was very good. Mm-hmm. So the the top matches delivered. So go go check out a uh, new Japan. Yeah, I think Shinsuke was always better in Japan too. Because I've been watching I don't know if you watch the Raw with um this I yeah. think it's the second match or whatever match it is with him and Cody. It's just I don't I don't like it. No, no. Shinsuke's had some good matches in WWE, mainly NXT. His NXT mm-hmm. run was really good, but he's he's good. Uh, we got the yeah. Royal Rumble coming up. Are you? Oh man, are you off that day? Can you, can you take the day? No, off? I wish I was. Oh, man, what time you got to work? You got to close. I got to work till yeah, probably get out by eight thirty nine. Oh man, well you should. So I just have I just have to avoid everything and oh, I watch it. Uh, no, after just work on Sunday. Just leave work at about five. Like, I'm not feeling so hot. <laughs> Just come on over to my house. I'll, I'll be the only one there, manager-wise. That's okay. They can run the... They'd start the like, hey, here's my keys. That's, what would you do if you got actually sick? Do they have to have someone come in? Yeah. I mean, what if no one could come in? Well, someone has to come All in. right. Well... I'll just close the store. I say, hey. All right. Get the <laughs> never, never, I, that's never happened. I'm intrigued by the rumble. You've got Punk, Cody... Uh, Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre, Orton. L.A. Knight. Well, well, Knight, Orton, and or is facing Roman Reigns, right? There's like a four-way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you've got Drew McIntyre. I think Sami Zayn's got a chance. Like, 
there are lots of people that could win the Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. Very, very intriguing, I'd say. Oh, anything else? Drew, Drew's not going to stop me from winning the Rumble. He's not. Seth Rollins is not going to stop me from winning the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Cody Rose isn't going to stop Ooh. me from winning the Rumble. See him punk dropping pipe bombs and all that. Yeah. The only one stopping punk is punk. Unrelated. So with, with AEW, speaking yeah. of AEW, as far as like new stars, I think um, Julia Hart is like, ever since she won that TBS championship, is like one up to a new level for me. As far as I'm warming up to her, yeah, warming up to yeah, her. I think she's got it, and I think her entrance is cool, where she like talks the lyrics of her entrance, and I, uh-huh. I never realized at the end it says the house always wins. I'm like, oh yeah, she's in House of Black. <laughs> you didn't know that? I mean, I forgot. I guess. Like yeah. I stopped watching Collision and like Rampage. I'm like it's too much. I'm like I'll just watch Dynamite. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't. So the, so the thing with the AEW, like if I say I missed two three weeks, I'm like, what the hell happened to JAS? What happened to why is Sammy and Chris <laughs> friends again? <laughs> They've been bad. They're like Big Show turning face and heel so many times. I'm like, I don't know who's going to with what. I see Anna J teaming up with um, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, that was last night. Willow. I'm like, why is she? <laughs> I thought she was a bad girl. You're like an old man. Like, what's going on here? This is not my yeah, house. What is going on? Oh man. Well, there's lots of good wrestling to watch. There's old wrestling to watch as always. So uh, let us know what you're watching and let us know what you're buying. Uh, Also, we've got lots of fun stuff coming up for Mania season Uh, on the show. We'll be doing some Mania lookbacks, maybe some watch-alongs, maybe some contests, all lots of fun stuff. So make sure to keep following the show on your favorite socials and subscribe on your podcast apps. And also make sure you're subscribed and listen to our podcast buddies Make sure you listen to Scott and Jeff over at the Fully Posable podcast. They're doing figure shows every week. Recently, I think last week they did their predictions show. So check that out. Uh, also, make sure you're following the Our Vantage Point Retro, Retro, Retro Wrestling podcast, uh, the best in retro wrestling, and their sister show, The Acid Wash Memories, if you like nostalgia. Those are your two great podcasts to listen to. If you like racing, you can check out the In the Marbles podcast with Soda and Ethan. I was teasing Soda about Alabama and Nick Saban. So, like, uh-huh. Nick Saban, like, retired, which is, you know, he's probably the best college coach in history for football. And, like, the students are, like, putting, like, flowers and stuff around his statue. I'm like, he's, he's not dead. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> he is to them. I guess. He's to them, yeah. But I was just teasing him. It's all good, man. It's all good. Um, so follow their show in the marbles. Uh, also, you can check out the TV Toy Cast, Breaker and Jeff from Fully Posable, breaking down toys every week. Check them out as well. Uh, our friends over at the Ringside Podcast, Daniel Spencer and friends, uh, doing a show over there every few weeks. And then check out our friends, uh, the the what the um, Work the Arm Pod, our friend Jeff, where him and his buddies get drunk and watch old classic champion shows. I mean, really. Can't that sounds like a good time to me. Check out the work. <laughs> check out the work. The arm pod and and all of our podcast buddies. Make sure you're following them and supporting supporting all that stuff. But yeah, anything else, Eric? Before we wrap up, yeah. go to bed after the big no. the big blizzards coming. Man, that blizzard ain't coming. I got plans this weekend. <laughs> you don't think so? Nah. I th- it probably will. I'll be. I'll have to stay in. What are your plans this weekend? Um, Becca's got a work party that we're going to tomorrow night, and then after that, we're. I got tickets for Brickfest. Le- Lego the Legos. Well, I mean, Tinley Park is down the road. You, even if there's a blizzard, you can still make it there. Yeah, we'll walk there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what happens yeah, at Le- what, ha- what happens at a Lego fest? 
I don't know. That's why I bought tickets. But I mean, from what I've been seeing, I mean, these are, you know, master Lego creators that kind of make. Uh, that's cool. I don't know. They'll make like pyramids. They'll make people. You know, they got uh, the whole place set up. How much does this cost? Vendors. I don't remember. I bought the tickets like in August because I just heard. I'm like, oh, Brickfest coming to Tinley. I'm like, let me get it. Is this like sold out? No, you could probably get tickets. Okay. I think there might be, even be a Groupon for it. Okay. Maybe I'll check out the Brickfest with you. I'll bring Molly. Yeah. Do you think it's a kids-friendly event? Oh, yeah. It has to be. Is this on Saturday? Yeah. Okay, remind me. I might, because my wife and, well, assuming no blizzard, my wife and Penny are supposed to go to Milwaukee on Saturday oh, okay. uh, for an Irish dance competition. So Molly and I have looking for something to do during the day. So we'll check it out. Yeah, bring the family. Yeah, we'll check. I think there's different times. I think um, there's like a 1 o'clock or one. When are you going? I think one thirty. Okay. Let me check check the tickets um yeah i have it in my calendar let's see one check it out 145 all right to four o'clock all right we'll check it out maybe maybe we'll see depending on depending on the prices maybe molly gets in for free the youngest kids i hope she does oh man well sneaker in a backpack i hope you have a great weekend despite the blizzard coming through chicagoland area hope everyone out there is staying safe and healthy and being nice to each other and basically just enjoying the fun and silliness that is the world of wrestling. Because at the end of the day, out of all, I always say this, all the bickering and all the in, in, amongst each other, to the outside world, we're all a bunch of dorks who watch that fake shit. You know it's fake. Why do you watch it? So keep that in mind as you're arguing with each other. So wrestling's supposed to be fun. Let's keep it that way. Er- yeah. Eric, as always, thanks for joining. This is a fun show. Talk about the Iron Claw. Uh, let us know what you guys thought. Uh, follow us on your favorite socials, PPW Podcast. Join the Facebook group, Positive Processing Podcast, and subscribe and leave a review if you are an iTunes user. Eric, maybe I'll see you at Brickfest. Everyone else, we will. See you next time.